Hello, Cleveland. I'm Alex Hoffman from the Too Much Effing Perspective podcast, and welcome to Quick Taps, our short cast where we ask people we know in the world of entertainment to confide their spinal tap moments in us so we can blab them to you here. After all, there are no NDAs between friends, unless you're friends with Tom Cruise, I guess. So we're all good here. Today, we're going to talk about gigs that make you gag. Those shows that cause any performer to question why you didn't get that online accounting degree that your dad's been recommending for the past decade. It's a great idea. We know it hurts to admit he may be right. Our first bad gig story comes to us from DJ and musician Morty Coyle from the band All Day Sucker. It's no surprise that Morty, who has regularly jammed at Hollywood's legendary Cantor's Deli, would be at the center of an epic food fight. So this producer, Mike Chapman, who had produced Blondie and had produced The Sweet, he comes out from like, I think, upstate New York or Connecticut to see us play at this college in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So we show up and before we're going to play, we walk in and it's the cafeteria. They go, here's where you set up. And from where I'm standing, I can see the cafeteria lines of the people putting tater tots onto their trays. I can hear the cash registers from where we are. But we set up because we're going to do this. Now we meet Mike Chapman. And all we know is this is the guy that did Heart of Glass and My Sharona and Ballroom Blitz. And we're like, oh no. And right before we go on, the manager said he brings over these kids. You know, oh, there's these kids and they have like a family band. And, you know, we're like, oh, we're from LA. We're once again doing that kind of like, hey, kids, stay in school and, you know, listen to music. So they're sitting there to watch a band come into town that's from playing the Viper Room in LA or something and from Hollywood. And we go on and we're going over like you would expect us to go over in a cafeteria. It felt like you could hear people passing the mustard. So invariably, somebody has to make the joke about food fight, you know, Animal House. And all of a sudden, somebody throws a couple of the M&Ms and then we're encouraging them because we're energetic and they're not giving us a lot of energy. And I'm jumping up and down and I'm right in front of them. I'm working them like it's a Borscht Belt, like dinner theater. What you eating, Tex? You know, I'm like right there. And... People start getting into it. Our guitar player's Les Paul has got a piece of chicken hanging on it. You can see the grease spots on the band from where food hits them. And now the kids that we just met are throwing handfuls of the candy at us. Complete food fight. And the kids are getting admonished by their parents. And I'm watching, like, you know, grabbing their arm and, like, yelling. And and this whole thing happens. And we've completely forgotten the idea that we're also kind of auditioning for this producer to do our album. And I remember our manager is just living. But Mike goes, I love it. Let's do the record. The kids they introduce us to end up having a certain amount of success. They were handsome. 
Our next Bad Gig Yarn is from Shane Salaski, bass player and owner-operator of Misphonia Studios. This story gives new meaning to the term porta potty. We're playing a festival. I don't even remember where it was. And sound checks always super early in the morning because people show up at 11 o'clock for the festival. So we're getting ready. I throw my guitar on stage and I had to uh, relieve myself from all of the caffeine I had drank. So I needed to run and there was a porta potty and I needed to go use the porta potty. Now there was a big giant line, you know, it was a festival. So there's a line of like 60 porta potties. It must've been like eight in the morning or something. And I just randomly picked a porta potty, you know, I'm in there, I'm standing and I, my pants are unzipped and I'm doing my business. And all of a sudden it felt like I got hit by a truck in there. And all of a sudden I'm at a 45 degree angle trying to hold myself up. And it's the whole thing. It's like an earthquake, but I'm at like 45 degrees. I can tell I'm not on the ground anymore. Like, what is going on? This is just madness. And I'm banging, trying to get out, making as much noise as I can. And then I start moving. A forklift has come and picked up the porta potty. And it drove me for what had to be 10 minutes. And I'm like holding myself up and he drove me to the other end of the festival, which had to be two miles away. <laughs> it's just 20 minutes in a porta potty. And finally, Mitch Rouse, the writer and actor who created the Comedy Central shows Exit 57 and Strangers with Candy with Stephen Colbert, Paul Donello, and Amy Sedaris, tells us about the time he got booed off stage during a charity concert for a human rights organization. I don't know about you, but I've always considered booing to be a human rights violation in its own right. Unless, of course, it's booing the Chicago Bears. But let's listen. I had a sketch group called Elvis has left the building. And it was me, a guy named David Kinney and a guy named Charles flash Desjarnet. And I am not making this up. I wish I was. Um, I worked at a record store called turtles and a guy came in and he would rent movies and stuff like that. And we would talk and everything. And I found out that he liked books, acts and stuff. And he said, I'm looking for a host for amnesty international. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, man, I don't know who that would be because they're doing a big benefit. He asked me to host it. I was like, I don't want to do that, but I'll do it with my buddies. And he's like, that sounds great. So there was driving and crying. And there was all these other up and coming little bands and stuff out of Atlanta. And so here's the Amnesty International show. And it is packed. It's in this huge coliseum. And here I am. I've planned very little. We thought, We'll introduce a band called Kicked Out of Hell. I don't know where we said they were from, but some other country. And they're here 
because where they're from, nobody accepts their music, you know, and they've been banned from everywhere. We just keep putting the bricks on top of this thing more and more and more. And then it's us. So we go backstage, some other little act comes on, and then they introduce Kicked Out of Hell. And the three of us come out. Flash has put a keyboard on a skateboard and he wears it around his neck. Dave could play guitar and I was the lead singer. And so we come out and I do this huge speech. I'm like, it's so great to be here. You know, and I'm, I mean, I'm, we're selling it 90 miles an hour. And what we decided to do is once we kick in, I've told the guys backstage, we're, we're horrible. Pull the plug and make everything go dark as if this place has pulled the plug on us too. We think this is going to kill. <laughs> so I'm selling it and they're back there. D -lee 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 -lee, and he's and I'm selling it, selling it, selling it. And here we go. And I said, you know, we're kicked out of hell. This is what happens to us. They never let us play anywhere. We've struggled. It was some difficulty, but here we are tonight. And we'd like to sing. We kick in and the lights go out. Everything goes out. And now we have an entire coliseum of pissed off people. <laughs> so now, I mean, I can't tell you how mad it is. Boo, 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 the whole place. So then, of course, I say, okay, well, hey, 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 turn up the lights, turn up the lights. We turn up the lights. They're all pissed off. Well, now I take off the wig and stuff that I have, and they see that it's me. If you thought they were pissed off before. <laughs> so now I literally get hit in the face with a bottle. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they boo us off the stage. We're the hosts. And they've booed us off the stage and there's nobody to host now. <laughs> Whoa. These stories make me want to say, gig me with a spoon. I'm looking at you, Moon Unit Zappa. And if you don't get that reference... You are fortunate enough to have missed the 80s. But Moon, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. Call me. If you enjoyed this TMEP show, Quick Tap, and you have a Spinal Tap moment of your own to share, let us know. Email us at hello at tmepshow.com. We may feature it here on a Quick Tap. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Alex Hoffman. Tune in next week when Alan and I return with another regular episode of Too Much Effing Perspective. Although it would be as great as having armadillos in our trousers, this podcast is not affiliated with This Is Spinal Tap, and no person or entity connected with the film has sponsored or endorsed its content. This podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or licensed by Authorized Spinal Tap LLC or Century of Progress Productions. Too Much Effing Perspective is a Milwaukee Talkies original. 